So, hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of How Do You Manage. I'm Marty. I'm Jonathan. And this is episode 76 of the show where we ask you how you get your projects done and how you keep your team on track. Yeah, how, how, are, you, how are you feeling? Uh, Jonathan, I gotta be honest with you, I'm not doing super great right okay. now. No, we're, we're entering month six yep. of unemployment and... Uh, how am I managing? It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I keep applying, mm-hmm. keep sending that resume out there, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, everybody checks references they and ev- everybody knows what went down. So, yeah, I mean, that it's, it's a big sort of watermark on a, on a wonderful piece of paper. Yeah. Mm, watermark, black, black mark. Yeah. Black, big, dot. big red A. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you, you push the envelope. And it got and it broke. It, it broke. And yep. it ripped. And uh, you know, uh, now I'm paying the price. Yeah. So I do want to thank you for uh, letting me continue to manage this podcast, despite I, all that. You have great management skills, and if wow. if I could give you a glowing recommendation, I would still pass it through my lawyer first. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, at this point. I'm going to stop asking. Yeah. Well, at some point it will it will go away, but I. I do want to talk about some of my side projects. Yeah, yeah. Well, how are you managing? Uh, I'm I'm doing really well. Uh, I decided that investing in that kickball league was a, a good good investment, and then uh, nice. we still haven't gotten the the television uh, contract sets and whatnot, so we're still just playing. But yeah. being being able to be a, an owner slash manager of a team. It's been very invigorating. Yeah, I'm really glad. I know that's been a long-time dream of yours, and although it's not at the professional sports level, yeah. I mean, this is, it's got to be 80 to 90% the same stuff, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it, still it about is. the people, uh, and the joy, and the, the love of the sport. Trying to find a, a, a permit to allow me to build a snack shack mm. in Patterson Park for those, uh, those games, it, it hasn't been going so well, but yeah. we're, we're still looking at it, but the teams are doing great, and it's Especially my team, yeah. The the Monarch Butterflies, they are killing it. Nice. They're right now three and three and one in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's nice that you're on three game win streak, starting off with one loss, but uh, they're they're killing it. I mean, what it's can you ask good. for? Yeah, yeah. No, this is uh, at some point it's up to the team, right? You know, you can't can't do it all. No, you're just the manager. Yeah, I I just put together the lineup and the positions of where they're playing and hoping that they all follow through. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. So in terms of tracking what I used to consider yeah. my career, um, I found a very interesting piece about automating, uh, your design teams. Huh. So, uh, long time listeners will remember that I used to manage a web development and design team. And something that I found very interesting is, uh, now folks are starting to use artificial intelligence hmm. to choose typography for their projects, which I think is very interesting because, you know, a lot of teams like that, they have like one designer, right. and that designer may have to actually split their time with other teams. So there's, um, you know, it can be really hard to have a consistent identity. Right. It can be really hard to get them to spend time on things. And so if you can automate some of that away, uh, you know, you basically free them up to work with other teams right. uh, or to focus on more high-level stuff. Uh, and uh, if you do it right, you can just kind of... Just get that job out right. of there, you know, let them go and shrink the team. You know, it for me, uh, my constant fear is mm. that we're all going to be at one point managed by 
uh, roulettes. Oh, right. it's I, a, it's know, a fear. This is a long time argument that that we have, and I'm I stand by. It's not. You, there's no need to fear. Okay. Don't fear the inevitable. Obsolescence right. comes to claim us all. Okay. Just like death. Well, that feels great because you know, just like taxes, gotta do it. That's right. Yeah, gotta do it. All right. Well, I'm excited about our guest. Uh, any anything else before we jump into the interview? No, I think uh, let's just get to it. Yeah, man. This is a, a good one. Be a good one. All right, folks. Uh, stay tuned. After this message, we'll be right back with our guest. Catch the world's most exciting, fast-paced schoolyard athletes go head to head in Week Five action. The Monarch Butterflies take on the Laurel Globes, and the Noble Puppies clash with the City Papers, live only on Vine.co. Kickball Internet Late League. They're killing it. All right, and welcome back. We just want to welcome here in the studio with us, Owen Kipling. Owen, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we're really excited. So, uh, Owen, you're a project manager mm-hmm. at... Um, Sorry, I didn't get it down. Did you want the company to remain anonymous? Or? Um, yeah, legal reasons. Okay, great, great. Uh, government. You, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Government. Excellent. Uh, cool. And and your team size, it says here, is about two dozen, mm-hmm. uh, which is yep, a pretty sizable team. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. And you work on mostly software projects. Yes. Yes. Very cool. And you have a pretty unique style. I like to think so. It's been successful for me so far. Excellent. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? And Absolutely. So I think the, the important part is if you really consider that sort of your, your team is, is sort of the opponent in this situation. Oh, uh-huh. um, and, right. and you want to make sure that, you know, obviously, like I said, you know, a couple dozen that, that comes and goes, but there's a lot more of them than you. And you don't want them kind of yeah. ganging up on you. So no, there are a couple never. of interesting things right off the bat. So so an adversarial managerial style mm-hmm. is is actually um, pretty common, but it's rare that folks come out and and give it that label. Uh, oh, sure. So so, um, so how do you feel about the, sort of the I don't want to say the marketing, but like the branding of your managerial style? Um, I mean, I'm not marketing it to the employees. Right. I'm marketing course, it to course. to my bosses, and, right. and you know I think that's an easier sell. Great, great. Uh, so, yeah, let's just dive right in. Can you give us, um, like, what's an example that you would use to manage your team, uh, let's say, in terms of, like, day-to-day? Okay. So, I mean, I think I think the important thing to realize is, um, now you can turn to a lot of sort of just this classic kind of game theory stuff mm-hmm. where you're trying to, trying to pit them against each other. Mm-hmm. Now, sure. now the problem with so take for instance prisoner's dilemma, one of you know a classic yeah, example. Very classic. Um, you've got you've got two participants. In which case, you you know if they cooperate, they're going to come out way ahead. Right. Uh, but that's not what I'm looking for, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now in that particular situation, the the dominant strategy, if mm-hmm. you will, um, is is for them to betray each other, and that's what I'm looking for. The problem is. Uh, in in a repeated prisoner's dilemma situation, yep. cooperation comes out on top. So you've got to mix things up a little bit, yeah. change the teams around, make sure they uh-huh. don't get too comfortable. So you're basically constantly changing the the rules, un- changing um, let's let's say the coefficients of the equation. Mm-hmm. That's so right. They're never quite sure. Exactly. Are they betraying the other team? Is the other team betraying them? Right. Who who is the team in this case? Like wh- where do I stand? Right. I mean, you want to make sure that they they not they're not getting comfortable enough with each other that they can build that level of trust. Right. Nice. What is, what is the incentive? I, I assume that like the the goal is at least for you is to get that the cream to rise. 
Sure, sure. Um, I mean, really, really what you're looking to do, yeah, is, is to, uh, you know, reward your top performers. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, you're looking to also, you know, get them to put in more hours than maybe they would have otherwise done. Yeah. I mean, that's always the goal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and then, uh, speaking of the cream rising, there's only a certain level that you want them to rise to, right? You're like, we're talking about a, a certain kind of ceiling. Otherwise they're going to be looking to management, right? Not not just to management, but they're going to be looking to be management. And that's where you're sitting comfortably these days. Right, right. I'm not looking to, to you know, bring up the next the next generation who's going to going to threaten my position here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've, I've done, you know... That's not your I job. Think, right. Like, right. you're there to manage a project and exactly. to deliver. Get those deliverables out. I love get it. Get it under budget. Great. Uh, so, something else I noticed you said early on uh, was uh, you have a team of about two dozen mm-hmm. and that they come and go. Uh, yes. What would you say is your churn rate for the team? Um, I mean, I think it's it's you know a, a couple people uh, every every week. Oh, okay. So it's 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 high, higher than I think maybe maybe a lot of people are comfortable with. Sure, um, sure. But you know, if you're willing to to bring in people from other teams, you're willing to to you know subcontract some things out. Mm-hmm. You can you can sort of maintain your numbers. Uh, you know. Right. With or without that that strong, consistent core team, and again, that goes back to the same: making sure they're not going to be forming any right. Any you don't alliances against me. You don't right? want that. You don't yeah. want that consistent core because that that becomes an entity that that looks to take care. It of It threatens me. Yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, like any any bureaucracy, really, like once it's formed, it it builds the rules in such a way as to perpetuate itself. Right. And so, if you don't allow it to form, then That's you've right. you've got that constant layer of fear, constant need to deliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting. So, you, uh, Jonathan, yeah, I, I was just wondering: uh, Are you more of the the hands-on? You're down in the trenches, or are you more sort of high tower? And you you manage via either uh, memos or or emails. I mean, I, I'm I'm I try to be a little more hands off. I like to I like to drop in every now and then, and surprise okay. people. But but no, I mean, I'm not I'm not down there. Really paying too close of attention yeah. to the the details of what they're doing, right? Yeah, because the plausible deniability is always a, a good factor to be a part of. And, and yeah, it's great. And they, well, and like any good manager, you know, you leave the, the the specific knowledge work to them. Right. right. Your your knowledge, your expertise is in managing, and theirs is in. Whatever you know, it is I don't know doing, what it is. Yeah, know? enterprise Java. I'm I'm not sure. We don't have to go into that here. HR we, takes care of that. They, they, they screen them for me. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, you already mentioned the, the prisoner's dilemma mm-hmm. and uh, the repeating prisoner's dilemma. I wanted to talk about a, a recent project, one of the ones that got me very excited mm-hmm. about your style, uh, where you essentially set up your team to play a virtual game of risk against each other. Uh, uh, diplomacy. Un- oh, diplomacy. diplomacy. Yes. And, Similar and game, though, yes. Completely without their knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I mean, and I think the important part here is, um, you want to get them invested in it. Mm, right. And, and, you know, a central, central aspect of this game is, is that you can get ahead by, by betraying your allies. Right. right. Um, you know, you get them to commit to these big, these big betrayals. Mm-hmm. And then, as you said, without their knowledge, they were playing with each other. Then you reveal, Hey guys, it's been a team building exercise all along. It was, you know, ah. it was Jim over there that you just, uh, you right. just basically destroyed. It basically yeah. destroyed. Now that's really in the game. In the game, you know. So um, emotionally. Oh, I see. Oh, so in this case, it it was a virtual game. Yes. Uh, interesting. So 
uh, I have a, a thought exercise for you mm-hmm. then. Uh, let's say you want to repeat this experiment, but you want the mechanics to map onto the real world. So diplomacy okay. is, is the underlying rule set, but the metaphors, let's say, uh, are that the countries are the different teams. And okay, so we yeah. have like mm-hmm. QA on one side, we have ops, uh, and, and each of these, you know, they, they have borders. They like bump that. up against yes, each no, other. That's good. Uh, yeah, how, how would you, uh, go about implementing that with, uh, with the team that you have now? Okay. I mean, obviously you want to put something at stake so that they, they feel they're invested in this. You know, maybe, maybe some of their, their vacation time or something like that. Okay. Maybe oh, okay. their bonuses are dependent. I don't okay. know. Ah, bonus. Yeah, good. Bonus. Yeah. Give that monetary component. Exactly. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, they've got pre-existing teams. That's good. They'll fall into those. But you want to, uh, you want to provide some opportunity for people to defect. I think from their teams. That's important, also. Ah, interesting. Again, you want the inter-team rivalry, but the teams themselves, you don't want them to be built up too strong. Yeah. How, how do you, like how quickly do you see products being put out when you have the teams sort of going back and forth? I feel like that's always an important aspect to this yep. type of managerial style is like seeing all this happening. Wonderful. Great. But like product out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, okay. So full disclosure that this, the games that I've been uh, mm-hmm. trying to have them play here. Now this is a, a recent thing. They, they actually have been spending most of their time worrying about the games okay. uh, and not, not delivering anything. Ah, Beautiful. So it, that's perfect. So it does have some cognitive overhead. Yes. That but takes the, away the team morale is what really low. But, right, which but was product, your goal. Yeah, so you're, exactly. meeting, you're meeting that goal. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and then you're making the demand for it come by much stronger, which is then going to be able to raise your price. That's a brilliant exactly. concept. Well, I mean, yeah. right. Like I said, it's, it's, it's government contract work. So if I have an overrun, I'm, it's still going to be covered. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's not all about getting a product to market. Every, every manager's got different pressures on them. And those all have to do with your institutional culture. Yep. And when, yeah, when you're dealing with government. Uh, you know, territory, ownership, uh, and, um, diplomacy. I mean, these are, yeah, these are very important things. Very cool. Uh, so you have a, a, a new team, I understand, sort of being a new responsibility mm-hmm. being brought into, to your team. Uh, how are you going to deal with this sort of like new element? So, um, I mean, the, the, the challenging part about it is they're, they're an outside team that's come in together mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I think they already have some of these strong bonds that have been, I've been looking to avoid. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Um, so I think the, the important part is to, you know, they're, they're not too big of a group. If mm-hmm. I can really get them to be pitted against the entire rest of the team, I think, I think the numbers there are, are sufficient to, mm-hmm. to sort of, you know, break them down a little bit. Ah, that's good. So you sort of already have the frothing water. That's right. And you're just going to go ahead and throw them in and let the sharks do what the sharks do. Yes, exactly. Yeah, good, good. Very cool. Uh, well, let's see. Should we get into standard questions? Yeah, let's get into them. Awesome. Uh, we touched on this uh, a little bit already uh, in, in terms of where you see uh, time spent on managerial overhead. Mm-hmm. But how would you say that your experiments are improving um not necessarily like your monetary bottom line or your your deliverable bottom line but uh your estimation uh that your superiors hold you 
Well, I mean, I think that's that's doing that's doing very well. Again, like like I said before, there's there's some of these um, you know missed deadlines le- recently, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and you know I think there's some people who think that's maybe getting a little bit out of control. Mm. Um, but those aren't the people who are really really in charge of the big decisions, so I'm not too concerned about that. That's good. So you you have sort of a a, a map in your mind about the the strata above you, exactly. and, and management there. Uh, that, which brings me to uh, another question that we commonly ask: uh, What is your relationship with your 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 sort of management level peers at work? How do you get along with them? Uh, I I don't really. Okay. Um, no, a lot no. of them a lot of them think I'm I'm uh, maybe taking things a little too far. Mm. Um, because so I mentioned a lot of churn. Yeah. Um, a lot of that ends up being um, you know, parallel transfers between the departments. Uh, so uh, they mm. they maybe hear some complaints. I see. Um, yeah, you know, but but again, I'm trying to to, to you know not not really let take that to heart. I'm yeah, not right. I'm not you know. I mean, that's why the the transfer functionality exists, right? Exactly. If you can't externalize your costs, then then you're going to have to eat that inefficiency. Right. 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 And that's not going to be. That's certainly not going to be that. As you know, as much as I've had you know a little bit of trouble recently, you know that that very much um, you know. Smooths that out. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I, I always like to know about how you, you're going to be able to get your your style out there. Uh, are you looking to do sort of a, uh, a a book, sort of like Lee Iacocca, or are you going to go uh, just straight for those uh, seminars? Are you... I'm actually, uh, myself, uh, more interested in uh, psychology journals. Okay. I've, I've been trying to, trying to get myself published a little bit. Okay. There's... there's there's some, you know, ethics questions that I've I've been facing from some okay. of the review boards, right. but I think this mm-hmm. is really, uh, you know, this is these are these are a lot of a lot of very sound ideas being applied in the real world. Um, you know, these aren't necessarily willing participants or volunteers right. uh, so much uh, as there's not really informed consent. No, yeah. I mean it's look, it's a you know at will employment state. Yeah, they're not oh, they're absolutely. not slaves here. They oh could, yeah, and yeah. I, no, I don't mean yeah. to imply that there's any any legal. No, absolutely. Uh, obligation on your part here. I mean, the door is always open. That's what I like to say. That's right. For and, people coming in or in or out, and it's mostly out. But yeah. for me, it's like you know, I come in and do the best that you can, or, or there's the door. Yeah, I love it. Uh, cool. Well, um, let's see. That's about all I have. But I I wanted to get into some of our usual questions uh, that just like get into the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. How do you um, just manage documents around the office? Do you use like a cloud service? Are you more like Microsoft products? Uh, I make people print everything out, actually, of, of oh, import. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that. The paperwork, the you know, the stacks. I like mm-hmm. to have big piles on my desk. I feel like it, it, you know, it blends a certain intimidation. And I don't trust a lot of these. A lot of these cloud things leave. Um, you know, maybe this is a bit uh, a paper trail. Whereas uh, with the paper, ironic, the paper right? itself, exactly, yeah. I can I can easily lose some paper. Okay. Uh, but interesting. All these things that are managed outside of your control, uh, a lot less a lot less flexibility in that area. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, how do you manage employee suggestions? 
Oh well, that's the same thing. It's, yeah. there's, a, there's a there's a suggestion box where they they put the physical paper into, okay. and uh, that feeds into a shredder. Oh, okay, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Nice. Yeah, very efficient. It, um, they feel like they're being heard. And well, I make sure it. that they yeah that the shredder comes on right when they drop the thing in, so they know. Oh, so they, they know, know it's being shredded. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Ah, interesting. So yeah, no. Uh, Maintain eye contact the whole time. They they right. know they know that I know that they know. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So there's there's no illusion here no. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see some, some other, uh, standards. I can probably guess this one, but, uh, are you more of a coffee or a tea kind of guy? Coffee. Coffee. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like a, a coffee office. Is it, is it like a, a black, a, black, yeah. nothing added to it? No. Not even like a little whiskey, anything, <laughs> you know, getting that? Well, I mean. On Fridays, man. Okay. I mean, that's how I managed to get through the day. Hey, you know? there you go. Well, and that's how I did. Uh, all right. Let's see. And uh, Jonathan, unless you have any more, I'm I'm ready for the last one. Uh, you know, I I do have one. I, I just uh, one of the things that uh, you you were when you were talking about um, the 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 fighting and and, and the backstabbing. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about uh, just having sort of a a room? To just sort of have like a cage match, has that ever? Well, that's interesting. Oh, um, yeah. So HR had, I mean, it wasn't exactly that direction, okay. but but it was looking for something like that. Uh, I got a lot of pushback from HR on that. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's tough. You know, like government tends to be less willing to spend on things that are seen as frivolous, right. like employee lifestyle stuff. So there's, you know, the ping pong tables, the ball pits, right. and and like a fight club style. Uh, Throwdown yeah. gym, and it's not cheap either. Those those cages, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, so you you priced it out? That's nice. I mean, no. yeah, 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 a little yeah. bit. Is it is? Would you say that you have uh, HR close to you, or are do you, are they a, sort of a separate entity that you are also having to? I mean, again, you know, you think you want you want to sort of compartmentalize everything. Right. Obviously, I work a lot with them. All the all the turnover, the yeah. complaints, things yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm I'm you know they're on my speed dial. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. Great. Well, I do have uh, our last question. We ask this of everybody who comes on the show, and it's open-ended, so feel free to go. We, we like to leave time for this, mm-hmm. so go as wild as you want. Uh, you come in. It's, it's Monday mm-hmm. uh, after a nice weekend, and uh, on the corner of your desk where you remember leaving a block of cheese on Friday, empty plate. Oh. How do you go about dealing with the fact that someone moved your cheese? Mm. I'm not happy about that. Sure. I mean, I've got like three or four locks on my door. First off, so uh, I'm, first I'm, I'm going to, you know, have they get in here? Right. So you're already looking at a security breach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, now we had we had some trouble with this in the past. Turns out it was mice, uh, mice okay. in the building. But, ah, okay. But you know, in this in this in this situation, I think we've we've got the mice situation taken care of now. So mm. so now you're right. I'm looking. I'm looking. You know, who was this? Sure. How'd they get in here? Right, right. Um, and now there, there's there's some other people with access. Um, mm-hmm. I like to feel like I can trust those people, but it's a dangerous thing, you know, putting your trust in anyone else. That's so, right. um, I mean, I guess I guess you're gonna want to try to try to flush out flush out your uh, your cheese thief. Ah, okay. So you would first look to these, uh, I guess three. We'll say three people. Mm-hmm. I don't know how how many. We don't want to leak too much information about yeah. your day to day. Uh, would you publicly confront one of them? Would you, uh, maybe email behind the scenes, start a back channel conversation? I think you're going to want to, you're going to want to selectively leak different information to different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, a little. I picked this up actually. Game of Thrones. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, actually, we've had uh, lots of good mm-hmm. management strategies based on uh, mostly the earlier books. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. but some interesting stuff coming out of the the most recent. Um. So, anyways, let that out there, and then and then just listen and see what comes back. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Make sure make sure you keep people. Don't let them feel like they're safe. You want to make them feel that that maybe you know maybe you're onto them. Right. See if you can get someone to break. I love it. Yeah. Well. Uh, I think that's all I've got, Jonathan. Yeah, anything else? That's it. I mean, I, I do have to say, I, I want to apologize to the people uh, that work with you, um, the the other managers. Your your style, yes, may be a little bit uh, different, mm-hmm. um, but it does I seem think it's like just more more honest, more straightforward. Yeah, I'm and not, I, you know... I I just appreciate the the path that you're going, and I hope that I can at least take a little bit of it back with me. Um, and see how it works out. So I, I really do appreciate you coming in. And it was yeah. really good information. Thank you so much, uh, everybody. Owen Kipling, we really appreciate him being on the show. All right. We'll Thank be you right very back. much. Hey, everybody. It's Marty here. I know we normally have an ad in this spot, but since I'm currently managing the show, I made an executive decision, and I thought I could use this time to uh, go ahead and advertise for myself. Uh, I'm a longtime project manager, in areas ranging from software development to ditch digging uh, and other civil engineering projects. And if you've got a team, maybe they're a little out of hand, hey, maybe they're running great, but you'd uh, like to get a little more efficiency out of them, I'm your guy. Just grab my contact info from uh, the podcast, and please, I mean, my, my resume is out there. Uh, that's It's pretty much the splash page of our, our website. Uh, I just need something, anything. Thanks. Right and welcome back, hey, everybody. Uh, Jonathan, great interview. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, Owen, Owen's definitely uh, a trailblazer, and I'm I'm excited to see where he's going to go. Yeah. Which we may never know. I mean, as a government right. contract, you, yeah, I mean, we could try to have him back on the show in the future. Uh, I personally I have a lot of ideas for how I could now, I think, clean up my resume. Okay. Uh, some some real, I think, interview busters. Uh, because I've been studying a lot of really interesting board games that right. I think could be very applicable to managerial style. Mm. Uh, here's here's one just off the top okay. of my head, uh, and, and this may sound uh, a little opposite to what Owen is teaching. Uh, have you heard of the game Pandemic? I've heard of it. So it's a cooperative board game okay. where players work together basically to defeat the game, which has many different ways for the players to lose. But they have to work together to stop the spread of several diseases and then cure those diseases. Uh, I think I have a twist on that game that okay. would work for uh, for management. Uh, you know what? I, I'm actually going to... I'm going to hold on to it. Okay. Yeah, I don't I mean, want to put it out for the I, I just worry that you're going to go straight for the the brass ring real quick. Uh, and it's been a while. I think you should ease in. I just want it so bad, John. I know. I, I just need to be in control of some people. I, you know? I mean, you, we have a few people behind the scenes here. You, you are complete control it's, of them. It's just like once you've been up high on that horse, you can see for miles. Oh, yeah. And, and down here at the ground. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah, it does. But we, you, you have the ability... Uh, you have the, and this is all off the record. I know that being said, it's on the podcast. I know, but like, I just need to say that as if 
And maybe somebody may be holding a gun to my head. You, you can picture that if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, again, my lawyers don't really want me uh, getting yeah. too close. And, you know, don't, don't feel the need. Okay. I'll survive. You are a human being yeah. who has managerial skills that has done it before with experience. Thank you. And, and that is without somebody with a gun to my head. That's quite an endorsement. Hopefully you can use that. All right. Uh, well, everybody, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of How Do You Manage? Uh, keep, keep track of us. Check us out online. Yeah. Uh, we're on iTunes. If you're already subscribed, give us a rating. That, that always helps. And, uh, do we, do we want to give them a spoiler for next week? I mean, if you want to, I, I, I like to keep the surprise, but if we want to just peel back a little bit, uh, we're going to be talking to, uh, I would think, uh, one of the, the better manage, management people mm-hmm. out there. Um, you know, you, you can't, you can't run a, a zip dry cleaning chain. Right. Uh, without having a good leader. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that did kind of give away. Yeah, I gave uh, it all away. I just ripped open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, uh, I mean, uh, we can still tease about some of the content. So maybe you figured out who, uh, but, uh, I'll tell you this. Everybody dust off your Kanban boards. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to learn some interesting nitty gritty. Thanks everybody for listening. And as always, all authority flows from the barrel of a gun. Thanks a lot. This episode of How Do You Manage is brought to you by Kickball Internet Late League of Baltimore. We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Here Be Lobsters. Thanks to Norris Blackman for the show art, and thanks to Skies and Chaos for our theme music from their song, New Day. Check us out on iTunes, and if you're already subscribed, give us a rating and share it with your friends. Thanks a lot.